0: What up legend i just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast i love doing it and i'm spending my entire summer producing two to three high quality episodes every single week i'm also building out my youtube channel and my instagram account with honest epic and funny clips from the pod so you can check them out there too if you want to show some support that would be in the world to me to do this just subscribe to the pod hook me up with a rating maybe a little five stars and uh, if you ever see me or feel like letting me know that you enjoy it, just shoot me a message because I love hearing from you. All right, enjoy this awesome episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up, Vigo Van.
1: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay, dirty.
0: Whoa! What happened to the mic stand, man? <laughs>
1: whoa! 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 <laughs> It's a dirty mic stand.
0: <laughs> it's a bad, naughty mic stand. Naughty <laughs> mic stand. Vigo van. Hello, India James.
1: Ah, <laughs> Joe Rogan of Norway.
0: <laughs> is it? Is this working? Uh, almost. Do, you know that, what? what is I think if you if you okay, you have to bend. I can sit like this though. Yeah, that's with a, the sunglasses
1: and stuff. It's do, pretty
0: cool. Yeah, that's. Pretty, I might need to move the
1: camera though. I I'll I'll sit up then. Yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> I think you got you. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Okay, just push that back a little bit. There. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- now you can move it that way a little bit. Yeah, perfect. Yes, can I hear myself a bit more? Uh, yeah, of course. Let me see which button I need to press for that. Let me see, where are you? You're this one?
1: So much for that entrance, huh? You nailed it. <laughs> okay, how's that? That Oh, yes, good. Is that juicy? Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, <laughs> nice.
0: I-, I liked the entrance. <laughs> bigger then hello britain's got talent bbc and now you finally made it to the james podcast yes
1: and finally i've been working for this for such a long time yeah how oh. does it feel man life is basically complete but yeah is it i feel like now it's starting oh, i love that <laughs> because I love I, that. so many people thought i just came and did vests. you know uh, mm. started in january but i've been going for quite some time no
0: yeah you've been how long have you been doing the vest game for
1: uh vest i've been doing like one year in london Mm. and then uh, i did it even in uh, australia with the sack the guy i was doing a double act with
0: really yeah but it
1: was just two vests back then
0: okay yeah. <laughs> so as you've progressed you're like i just got to add more and more vests
1: yeah or it was opposite uh, actually i did the, you know at the Hagen. yeah Yeah, where you test jokes in uh, oslo yeah and then um i had two vests uh and then joachim Skager was there and i told him oh yeah the, it's just an opener you know it works when i take one vest they'll the audience love it and then yeah. i'll move on to my stand up it's just to f- Opening joke, you know? Yeah. And then uh, a year later, I came back again to Norway to Dottrathagen, and then I had like 16 vests. Damn. What's the record <laughs> amount of vests that
0: you've done? ah yeah it's uh 26 26 yeah Dude, i think we can step
1: it up a little bit yeah, yeah i can do more <laughs>
0: i think you should do more bro you're gonna aim bigger
1: but it's hilarious though because i really wanted to do stand-up you know and i told you akim like i'm gonna write more stuff you know this is just a little transitional phase from the physical stuff and then yeah a year later it just became more and more vest because uh, <laughs> the audience liked it so i just had to do more you know
0: is that the deal with clowning you're always kind of paying attention to what the audience likes and you're like oh i just gotta fucking do more of that yeah one vest two vests 26 vests
1: yep yeah. yeah no no that's it oh, that's wow. uh, exactly clowning you just listen to them and do more of what works and less Uh what doesn't work, no?
0: Yeah, man. You know, like i I, the whole clowning thing was just like this entirely new phenomenon that opened up to me. And I feel like you're like I mean, holy shit man, you're like the fucking number one clown (laughs) these you're the number one clown, man.
1: That is such a (laughs) (laughs) not good thing to have on your resume. Number one clown is like, yeah, being number one garbage man, you know? (laughs) No, thank you, though. Top of the idiots. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you're king of the idiots. Yeah. Wow. Because-, because clown is uh, uh, the lowest form of art ever. It's, yeah. I think it goes you know, actor, singer, opera singer, actor. Stand-up is like a little bit below zero. No, <laughs> it's <laughs> down there. Actors look down on us. Yeah. And then you have stripper, magician, and then clown is like the dude yeah
0: because you're right like when people think of clowns they think of like idiots they think these guys are so dumb
1: and like like (laughs) we are though you are (laughs) and we are playing uh, also the stupid though but uh,
0: (laughs) but it is like the routines that you come up with and the things that you do like like
1: it's so dumb but it's so funny (laughs) yeah i love stupid humor i i think it's uh or like You have south park and stuff they have dumb stuff but also clever stuff yeah uh, i love that uh borat as well it's clever he's making fun of something in society but he's doing it from such an idiotic point of view it's such
0: a low status perspective like such a low status character Mm. yeah but i like i wonder if like you know when you see something that's so dumb like this is what (laughs) i thought about like your act i go that act is so dumb yeah. it's almost genius
1: right right you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and like it worked <laughs> like
0: you like you really it got a, you man
1: you got away with it yeah i know i i honestly i can't believe it. <laughs> what did you do it's like you tricked it, everybody right yeah but uh it is stupid humor i'm trying to be as stupid as i can basically so yeah. The fact that he's, like, people saying, oh, he only come on and take off vest. And I was like, yeah, that that <laughs> sounds so dumb to me. Can you believe it? Like, a guy from Norway comes yeah. to Britain's Got Talent and just does that? Yeah. I, I thought I was going to be exed off, though. But, uh, I, and I thought that would be hilarious, that here comes this guy from another country, and he try he thinks this is what he's going to... Yeah. And then it worked. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. it, it they oh loved it. God. Oh, my they God. They loved it. I just realized it now. Yeah. It's, it's like... like uh, Four weeks uh, since I won Britain's Got Talent.
0: Yeah, it's four weeks. Now we're in like the middle of July. When did you win Britain's Got Talent? When was the final?
1: Fifth of, uh, no, fourth of June.
0: Fourth of June. So it's been a month now. Wow. It's been a month since you basically <laughs> trolled the whole world. Like you <laughs> trolled the whole planet. That's crazy.
1: I did it with love though.
0: Yeah, you I did feel. it with love. It wasn't me and trolling. No, no, no. It wasn't me trolling. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, a prank with love. Yeah. And and one thing that like when like I I saw I followed everything, obviously. And uh then like I realized how big it was when my mom yeah. in Australia right. wrote to me and says, Do you know this Vigo Ben? <laughs> You're like, actually, yes. I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know him. How the fuck do you know him in Australia? And then so then- Hey, good to see you, Inya's mom. Yeah. Just done a Fantastic job! Uh, she had her challenges raising me, yep. but she knew about what you'd accomplished, and so there was that. But I've
1: been gigging a lot in Australia, though. Okay, so you I have three a... years in Australia. Did you? Or not full years, but like we did the Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, and then Sydney. It was like festival, festival, festival. Ah. So like three months for three years.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so they're like, we remembered him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now he made it big. Yeah, Australia
0: are really good at claiming people. Like, right. It's kind of one of ours. He's Norwegian, but he learned everything in Australia
1: but <laughs> that's where the vest come from actually no fucking way yeah, yeah Melbourne Com- Com- Comedy Festival
0: bullshit do was- you know Melbourne Comedy Festival yeah, of course where are you from I'm from Sydney
1: okay okay yeah well, but the, cool the Melbourne, Melbourne Comedy Fe- yeah bro Melbourne Comedy Festival is shit
0: Sydney for life yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but the Melbourne Comedy Festival is legendary it is so it's so good. legendary
1: and uh, after doing Adelaide where it's like uh, more like a festival uh, summer type of vibe mm. music comedy burlesque uh, everything and then you come to Melbourne where it's just just comedy the whole city is just a comedy festival for four weeks yeah. in Melbourne it's incredible that audience is so tuned in to comedy <laughs> yeah so I forgot what I was going to say but You're uh, talking about the, <laughs> oh, the origin vest. of the vests yeah 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 uh, there's so there's so many so many venues right and there's big comics and we kind of self-produced our show mm. me and zach uh, when we went to melbourne the first time and then there's this artist party in the main artist bar mm-hmm. and we were not invited obviously because <laughs> we were some random clowns you know <laughs> <laughs> our show was really funny but uh, it's not cool to be a clown nah. until now <laughs> <laughs> no but uh yeah we weren't invited and we really wanted to go to this uh awesome after party so we put we found hyvis in the venue put them on and we walked straight into the party
0: you used the vests to sneak
1: into the party <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. wow and then we just continued wearing the vest during the night and we were having fun talking to comics and stuff and they were like why are we wearing this and we were like oh, we, we snuck in with this and people found it so charming that we weren't invited but still were there and were cool people so So it became like a little um, talk of the town so we decided to put them on in the show as well because a lot of people came to the show because like oh that's those idiots who just snuck into the artist party
0: wow so you yeah. use the vests to sneak into a party <laughs> and then like years later you used it to sneak into the number one position oh, oh britain it's got talent where does it end
1: holy I shit. F- I feel like I, I I people think I'm trolling but I honestly I've been doing vests the comedy like the routine in uh, stand-up clubs in london and like i knew that it, people loved it you yeah because i was doing it a lot and people were like yeah. i knew that it was fun so i believe that it could do well uh, if yeah. the audience liked it even though it's it doesn't look like anything
0: yeah but it's just one of these things that became like a cultural icon like a symbol
1: <laughs> yeah but know? it became that in that uh, melbourne festival as well because yeah. then we had one and people came oh there's just those idiots from the party and then we put on another one ripped it off got a laugh and we we're like oh mm. and then sack got a double and then so we had like two three vests each and then when i came to norway like a year later that's when i had two vests from that show basically wow just started with some old literally material. <laughs> damn yeah. you
0: know what's interesting about like most people don't want to look like idiots but that's kind of what clowns really want to look like yeah yeah wow isn't that like i find that kind of fascinating man like you really like chase the idiocracy of things
1: yeah because i i find it so funny when it's something uh <laughs> stupid you know so stupid. <laughs> like monty python when he slaps a fish in the other guy's face like why that's it's not supposed to be funny but somehow it is because it's so free you know you just do something dumb yeah yeah i think it's uh i think it is can be clever and, yeah of course uh, and it is beautiful in uh, if because you're doing it on purpose yeah since this is a talking about comedy podcast no Mm. i'm trying to be stupid
0: yeah well not
1: claiming that i'm that smart exactly no yeah
0: no me i'm I'm no genius but uh like the thing is i feel like when i'm watching you know clowning Mm. I, i feel like i kind of get transported back to being a little kid you know what i mean i'm Mm. like oh like i just forget to be really playful and i'm like oh wow look at them go and do the silly (laughs) like you know with the squirting flower and all that kind of like the hat with the propeller and the you're like yeah yeah
1: it was just really fun yeah no it's it's fun and uh, a lot of kids like the the high-vis act and stuff in in the uk yeah but also like normal people like 30 40 and then you have like the older people as well yeah like i get a lot of videos on instagram with kids dancing and then do you have the corporate people who are like oh we're gonna be funny today and then they play one more time and do that nice and old people i think that's what's so nice about clowning is that uh yeah it's easy to understand so everyone gets it yeah Uh, or some people do not get it they don't get that there's nothing to get no the only thing to get is like hey have you been a kid have you had fun before yeah (laughs) did it so good
0: you have such a great job you know as an entertainer and now things are probably like ramping up like, yeah oh, i was just lot. about to
1: say job in now because uh <laughs> <laughs> i've been clinging to this for a long time but i, ha- I can't cl- per definition in norway it hasn't been a job i think i'm under the i've been living under the poverty limit in norway
0: yeah okay that's that, that, <laughs> that, that that's really interesting because a lot of people just found out about you from this like super successful thing
1: mm. but it's not like an overnight success at all no i mean we did perth for God's sake! Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Perth. Oh, fucking yeah, bro! It's a <laughs> yeah. Place far away from other places. <laughs> it's a, a no man's man. land. <laughs> the first time I saw a guy hit a girl in the face was in Perth. Oh yeah, there we go. So just walked out the venue, we did our show, <laughs> and then walking down the street in Perth, I'm like, oh. And I saw that and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kind of instinct, I just ran over and uh, I was like, hey, hey, hey. And then she kind of like pushed me away and started making out with the dude again. No so way. I was like, Perth, man, that's a weird place. <laughs> some fucking savage people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're but, not from Perth, nah, I'm from Sydney, bro. Yeah. I'm
0: fucking- So you know bit, what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you never quit. Like you always, even though you were under the poverty line and like, I mean, were you like always, were you ever, did you ever think that, okay, I'm not making any money from this and I'm living underneath the poverty line. At some point, I'm going to need to be like a grown
1: up or responsible and like yeah. try to like get a job at
0: like a bank or
1: something or not bank cuz I I studied economics and then I kind of failed at that and I I found it so like deeply boring what I was studying uh Because university is free in Norway, so I just had oh yeah, I do that, and I didn't know what to do, so I did economics, and then oh my god, I've never been more unhappy in my life. It was just ah, so I went through a whole finding myself type of situation where it's like I want to be happy with what I'm doing, and then it doesn't really matter as long as you can eat. Yeah. uh, Then uh, I'm happy to travel around with uh, three other idiots and sleep in one room and sleep on couches in Adelaide and uh, yeah okay and as long as we get to do the show every day I'm
0: okay so you really live for the performance
1: yeah it's it it changed my life going to the clown school you know I just I was stiff Norwegian as you probably know Mm -hmm. the rest of them here are (laughs) a little bit uh, closed off and stiff but then. clown School really opened me up to be and also I came in with the like the attitude of like i'm gonna drop everything I have, and i'm ready to to pursue something fun, yeah and then uh, in a way then just not having not having bought pants for those four years we were on tour yeah it didn't matter wow i've heard i can't remember who it was somebody who did
0: a clown course, maybe it was with you, I'm not sure, and they said that however many days it was, and they just felt like. They said, like, it's a course that just breaks you down to nothing. Mm. Like, that's what they said. They go, it really breaks you down and exposes, like, all your vulnerabilities and who you are or something like that. What is is that? Does that sound familiar?
1: Yeah. But uh, I was just thinking it's not on purpose, though. And uh, I realized I sit here with sunglasses looking like a schmuck. But uh, <laughs> I'll take them off now so you can see my, uh, my vulnerability. There you go. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's not on purpose that, but it's hard sometimes. Because, uh, for example, I I went, I started stand up Christian Sand and then I uh, middle of the night, me and this guy Didrik uh, Didrik Hansen, we were like, oh, we should go to Edinburgh, and then Martin Olsen was there, and we met him and Lars, and he recommended, oh, you need to see this guy, Doctor Brown. Dr. Brown yeah and ooh la la that show yeah my friend also like I'm not seeing a clown show so he was like Fuck that and he went to the hotel or the hostel yeah and had beers and had a shower and I saw the show alone and same thing I didn't know why it was funny I was just laughing gutturally like oh my god this is so dumb you know yeah but I was laughing louder than I've ever laughed before you know yeah and um so that just stuck in my head and then yeah i I wanted to say the br- breakdown because I've been through it uh through him because I was doing stand up but it was really bad, you know mm. everyone's bad in the beginning, yeah though. of course, but um I remember you, at uh ricesteiko Mi club. He told me it was like, uh, oh, you have great uh strolling, yeah like uh, charisma, yeah, but uh, your jokes are shit, yeah. So uh, when I saw this uh, <laughs> clown show, I was like, oh, maybe uh, something for me here, you know? Yeah. And then I was just suffering through six more months of uh, studying, but at that point I was just Googling clown, trying to figure out what this was and who this Dr. Brown guy was. And yeah. I found out he was doing a kid show in London. And then I, I just, uh, yeah, booked the Easter. I booked a ticket to London, saw his kid's show and did a clown workshop. And I didn't understand anything. It, and that wasn't broken down or anything I was just like what is this why it doesn't work for me I don't understand what people are doing but then one guy there's like if you like this you should go to the source you know and uh, that's Philippe Philippe Gollier. okay so he's like a, another clown uh, he is uh, <laughs> he's the guy who brought clown into Lecoq school a lot of Norwegians have gone to Lecoq Le is like a physical theater school where the European physical theater tradition comes from well, okay and he introduced clown uh, into that school and then he started his own school so there uh, Philippe Goulier has like a a lot of uh, lines and theater in the UK is influenced by him and Sasha Baron Cohen went there really and uh, Emma Thompson you know Yeah. Um, okay played, um... but I was going to say before I went there I went to st- I went to do a Dr Brown workshop yeah and I was already stand up trying to be funny mm. but I was so in eye, I tell you I was so bad <laughs> 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 you're a bad stand up comedian of course
0: you were just starting yeah but
1: people who start uh, people who start are just bad yeah but there's some people who are like insultingly bad and that was you yeah you see them on stage <laughs> and you're like oh man stop trying so hard dude yeah <laughs> you know like uh yeah it was just i wanted it so much you know yeah and then i went to this uh clown workshop with dr brown in wales it was called clowning in nature because it was beautiful nature around Mm. and bit like hippie atmosphere beautiful vegan food and uh, sleeping in a yurt and stuff and then uh, i remember i was on stage there just sucking big time yeah and all the people were just hilarious and uh, i was just like. Ah, fuck this shit! I don't get it and stuff. And I could see the audience kind of like, you know, yeah, turning away from me. And I have this specific memory when you said, kind of breaking down. I remember this image because I remember it was like uh, eleven at night. I was standing on this like pallor you mm, know, mm. it's a bad stage, some impromptu stage in this farm. And then I went on stage and I was there for twenty minutes. Not no laugh, just desperately trying, like. Uh, well, trying what I thought clown was, you know? Yeah. And uh, Phil Burgers, Dr. Brown, he was just sitting there like, ay, 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 this guy. Oh, so annoying, this guy. And I could just feel, like, tears coming, like, coming back the eye behind the eyes, you know? Like, yeah. But then I was just like, I wasn't angry, but I was just not letting that out. Mm. I was just continuing to be, like, uh, <coughs> trying stupid things and... But nothing, yeah, it was just awful. And I could feel myself wanting to cry, but I just, used, I stopped it, basically.
0: So you, like, you're going to cry on stage, yeah, but I
1: Yeah, or like, it's just like when he's saying I'm shit and it's my biggest dream to be a comedian, you know? yeah, That's why I think people think it's hard because he tells you the truth. He's like, hey, no one here likes you. Hey, no one here is laughing. What, what are you doing? What What is this stupid piano you just did? Yeah. Did you look at us? Did anyone like that? And I was kind of like fighting back, being rude or like, ah. uh, no, it's funny. And then ah,
0: so after cut, that, he, yeah. he So he just cuts through all the bullshit and tells it to you straight. Because sometimes, I'm guessing, sometimes we kind of lie to ourselves or trick ourselves, trying to convince ourselves. Yeah. But that's not what the audience is experiencing. It's just this perception to try to make us yeah not quit or yeah
1: yeah, and also we're so nervous yeah because it is nerve-wracking going on stage of course course. for everyone yeah if you think we are not nervous where everyone is yeah it's unnatural to have 200 people looking at you Mm. like you're an animal so you're supposed to feel adrenaline and feel uh alert when people look at you like that so yeah
0: it is very nerve-wracking
1: and that's why you become in your own head and you just say your jokes and uh, you don't hear or i couldn't hear at least that the audience were not laughing i was just in my own head you know
0: yeah because when i had martin markey on he said that like a clown really needs to pay attention to the room Mm and if you're in your own head then you're not really paying attention to what's happening
1: yeah is that correct yeah 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 yeah. no i loved uh, that podcast uh, with martin and uh, you guys talked a lot about clown and yeah that was good but i was just in my own experience then going off stage that night there's been a long day yeah. and just going out in this like field in wales Mm. you know and then i met the guy who i was slept in this tent with it was like a 55 year old clown from brazil Mm. and he was also really bad because he was like (laughs) clown clown you know like he had he had big shoes with him yeah (laughs) wow like ronald mcdonald yeah 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 and his whole career he was a clown in brazil and he was like. An instructional video on every school in Brazil: how to make an instrument from a a pipe or something. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I met him, and he was also so bad. And he, we sat down outside our yurt, and we sat there for hours just talking. Like, and he was like, "My whole life, I've been doing it wrong." (laughs) because <laughs> he, he was even worse than me kind of uh, yeah. I was annoying but he was just like so clown clown you know yeah but he didn't he wasn't sensitive with the audience which you have to be so I remember it was like 3 a.m in the morning me and him both sat there crying just like oh we're so bad oh, what are we gonna do <laughs> you know <laughs> just sobbing because wow. we felt so yeah we had no I had nothing going for me in my life. I qu- I failed at my studies. And I was like, I found this thing and then I sucked at that, you know? So I was just, I, I give up, you know? I uh, After that night, I was just like defeated properly. Like, yeah, I don't know what uh, I have, I'm lost in life, kind of. It was so weird. Wow. But so the next day I wanted to take the bus to Cardiff uh capital of Wales and then get to London and fly back home basically yeah but then there was no bus we we're like in the fucking woods you know yeah <laughs> so then I was like oh okay I guess I join breakfast and I joined breakfast and then oh, okay so yeah. exercise warm-up and then people started going on stage and I got in a better mood seeing people playing and I, I was happy to see people find stuff and then yeah long story short I came to this he was like oh you want to go Vigo I was like no and he was like, oh, just you left. You do something. And I was like, and I remember it's like, what am I going to do? And I just did this with a curtain and it went like, <laughs> and then people laughed. Mm. <laughs> and and I was like, I was so shocked. And then when they saw the shock on my face, they laughed more. Mm. And then I was just like, because I'd given up. I didn't care anymore. I didn't want to laugh. I would just, I was just there, you know? Yeah. And then... Yeah, I remember I had like maybe 30 seconds when I put the curtain, must, mustache, but kind of defeated. You could see my eyes and yeah. there was something different. So from from there, I found like, oh, you have to show yourself. Yeah, That's what people really want to see, you know. Yeah. It's so important to, people say, oh, clowns have good eyes and stuff. But like, yeah, it's because the eyes are, it's you, you are behind those uh, glasses, no? Mm. Wow. What a- Sorry for the long story. Dude, though. I love
0: it. I love it. So, that was your experience from like wanting to be on the bus and getting the fuck out of there to doing one joke and getting a laugh and
1: going, ha. Yeah, it wasn't wow. even a joke. I was just like, yeah, I couldn't be bothered, you know? And then yeah. just pulled the curtain and it ripped. And then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wow.
0: And then it all turned around just from that one moment, that single pulling the curtain. yeah but then he
1: was like vegan we can see you now before you were hiding yourself you were hiding behind this defense mechanism or something
0: is that like the ego the defense mechanism
1: yeah i guess that's what people talk about when they go to clown workshop and broke down your ego or whatever yeah
0: yeah i guess i guess okay so from that moment then you realized okay i've got to drop this kind of force field around me and then Uh, just expose myself for who i truly really am and and be vulnerable
1: yeah because from there then i see so
0: from the audience's perspective they want to see really who you are not who you're trying to project to them or to yourself
1: yeah at least it has to start even in stand-up you know you have to like the performer yeah you do before that's why you do an opener that's kind of self-deprecating a bit because then you show vulnerability you know Mm. i think that's so important at least but then of course you do routines and material and jokes and stuff but uh, i was just like oh and i didn't i wasn't able to do it but uh, i had a little taste of like oh oh suddenly i went from he said that everyone hated me to we're like okay we like you now do something yeah okay i didn't know what to do but uh I ripped the curtain again and that worked and then uh, yeah I I stayed in the workshop for the last day as well and uh, yeah that changed my life so I don't know if you have to be broken down but I had to be broken down because I was an annoying I still am a bit annoying but uh, (laughs) 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 some people think but um,
0: damn but I love hearing that man I love hearing that because I talked to you know a lot of people who I admire and who have done something beautiful with this comedic art form mm. and a lot of them find themselves in a place of despair or in a place of like surrender or in a place of giving up mm. and then something just happens and then like they find something just a glimmer of <laughs> yeah. talent like not much just a spark of love a yeah. spark of joy one laugh here
1: and then that's enough that's and enough for it us just grows yeah. <laughs> Woo! yeah holy shit! it's so fun it's so fun that's why i like talking i like listen to podcasts like this i love talking about comedy and i bet you do the same no i can't talk about it enough i do this (laughs) podcast
0: because i was constantly talking about comedy with my girlfriend and she's like oh my god i you need to talk to other people about this i was talking to my girlfriend and all my friends about it and i was like i need to just continue talking to other people yeah yeah holy shit! so now after you've won like britain's got talent like how has your life changed
1: (laughs) it's uh i haven't slept for four weeks basically i haven't had a proper night's sleep yet yeah so um that's why i needed these glasses because i feel like i'm just dark under my eyes you know yeah it's been um it's been a dream Mm. but it was already a dream i didn't i didn't feel like i needed this but i welcome it with open arms you know like uh i'm so happy but people are like are you more busy now than before i was like in a way i gigged every single day above a pub in london Mm. from when covid stopped Mm. because i was just like i need to get back because i haven't been without this for two two three years or something Mm. how long that stuff was yeah okay So so i was like almost eight months i was on stage every single day yeah and just doing fives open mic unpaid in london yeah and then going back to norway and and like c- yeah. clowning the whole time yeah i'm i basically i've yeah, worked as a hospital clown in norway and then i did the open mic circuit in london yeah. that was how i survived basically but i was so happy i it was my dream to do the circuit in london that's like i heard oh new york and london has like the best circuit so i was just so every day my friends and other comics because we got to a certain level with second week we're doing big rooms and we pitched stuff to TV and stuff. And then I went, <laughs> moved to London and started on zero. So people are like, what, what are you doing? And I was like, this is my dream, man. I, mm. Every day is an adventure and I love it.
0: Okay, so in that, re- in that respect, like you were always busy, like since COVID finished gigging, yeah. doing shows. Uh, but now you're <laughs> doing shows, but now everybody <laughs> knows who you are. Yeah, now, the- now you're like this k- comedic icon. Whoa, wow, wow. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, you, like, it's true. Like, you with the vest and, like, Vigo Van, High vis Vigo. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, everybody knows who you are. Yeah. So the that, guy
1: with the hair. The
0: crazy guy <laughs> with the hair. Yeah, yeah. Let me guess your uh, mom's Norwegian. Your dad's a diagram. Yes.
1: <laughs> but It's now, a joke, no? It's a. <laughs> I did it. I loved it. I became a stand up finally.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> I love seeing that. <laughs> yes. But now everybody, knows who you, now everybody knows who you are. Like I now- hope you're
1: watching Joachim Skaga. I did a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a rumor that I was banned from Josefina's Vatches. Okay. <laughs> but that's not true. Is no, it? I don't think I was not. banned, banned. But uh, after I did this uh, Dr. Brown workshop, I was like, my blood rain exploded. I was like, this is so funny on the guttural level. Like, we laugh much more. It's like harder laughs, so I yeah. was obsessed with it. And uh yeah, I just remember doing Josephina's because I, I did a course at the call, which you should do if you want to be a comedian, the know, you know, like search out every comic thing you can find, no? And try as much as you can. But uh after the course I came on in like a f- plane flight captain or like a yeah plane yeah. captain yeah, costume, yeah. shorts or maybe just underpants. Playing Captain Suit and playing Captain Hat, and I had like a, a little Simon, just yeah. candy on yeah. a fishing rod, yeah. just fishing in the audience's mouth. <laughs> 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 and when someone ate one, I would take one up from my pants and put another one, and you know. And then I went on coffee, tea, and then I put coffee or tea in my mouth and spat at them, and it was my friends loved it. Yeah. And were cracking up and everyone else hated it. Okay. So I was still bad and then Yonni, I remember he was like not happy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like you we're doing stand-up here. (laughs) But he he wasn't mad. He was just saying, hey, this is not stand-up, maybe. Mm. And he was a bit like, yeah, kind of bombed also. So he wasn't happy. And then after that, no one saw me in Norway for six years. Yeah. So naturally like a bomb johnny was uh not has so happy and then i just disappeared yeah. so off the grid man yeah no i went to clown school and yeah. went on tour for four years yeah
0: yeah but all, yeah out of the norwegian scene just
1: fucking gone yeah, yeah. I, when yeah. i went back some comics that i gigged with before were like you know your banned. i was like what <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am. I haven't heard it, and they're like, "But you haven't been back." I was like, "Yeah, but I've been out," and they're like, "Pretty sure you're banned from Yusefiness." Mm. And then I met Dion and told this story, and he was laughing so much, and he was like, "No, no, you weren't banned. No, it was." Everyone. He was gigging with a Christmas costume back yeah. in the day. He was doing weird stuff. So
0: Dude, all these stories are just legendary now. <laughs> like,
1: all, all the things that,
0: like, kind of, like, didn't get into... That, all the things that failed and now just, like, the best stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So You know something? When I, I saw you at uh, Oslo Humor Fest mm. on Friday, and I saw solo. you... Solo. Yeah, I saw the solo show. Mm. I saw the solo show. And uh, I saw you tonight as well. at loved it. And then I... Um, I, I think you're in this like really unique position as a comedian where people know what the act is, but they want to see it anyway. Yeah. You know, like with like if you have a like as a stand-up, when we're doing jokes, if people know the yeah. joke, they're like, oh, we don't want to hear it. What's the new stuff? What's the new stuff? What's the new yeah, stuff? Yeah. But people love seeing you do the vest and they love the high my name is.
1: Yeah. But so that it, is kind of me really playing in the moment though my name is because there's some stuff like this that i did in the semi-final Mm. that doesn't work at all and uh, i tried also the the good old my mom is norwegian my dad is a diagram does not work at all Mm, no because they it's the the, it's a setup punch joke kind of thing but but at least with my name is it's different every time yeah 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 it's uh I love to do it as well because I get into this zone, kind of this flow play state where I'm just having fun and I think they feel that, no?
0: Yeah, but it it is really cool that like people really want to see the one more time in the vests they want to see it like you could yeah. you couldn't do a show at least not like without while, without doing it <laughs> no true true it's, it's, it's I, like, i'm
1: wearing it now for, so i yeah. uh, but it's you're in a unique
0: <laughs> position because like stand-ups you can't do that but
1: people, thing is though like they don't laugh of the joke before i had like this whole surprise routine that was just like more and more vests, and people were just dying like this guy's in idiot he came here to do stand-up and now he's just ripping off another vest mm. whereas now it's more my costume almost mm. and they they just clap and scream and party when they see the vest it, it makes them happy it makes, makes them me happy. happy yeah but it's not isn't before it was funny <laughs> yeah i got you so i miss uh yeah, i miss the, the, the time su- the
0: surprise element's gone
1: because yeah. they've seen it yeah but they like it
0: for another reason they don't like it because it's funny because I mean, they like it they like it because they love it
1: yeah you know they're like yeah. wow like a song i mean i a have song. a song as well though yeah, yeah. one more time in the vest today makes me <laughs> yeah
0: it does and, like the things that like i kind of like get really almost jealous of like what clowns do is because they get to use all of these other elements yeah like cheating at, it feels like <laughs> it and like i you know I, i'm there like sometimes like doing stand-up comedy and you're like i just have my words that's it and you guys have like props, you've got music, you've got songs, you're yep. doing so you're always fucking with the audience.
1: I mean yeah, fucking with them but Fun. also respect to every stand up comedian because I think that is pure. It's pure comedy. It's you and a microphone. And mm. I try that. I even tried to tell Joachim like, hey this vest, they're gone when I got some material and I just never made <laughs> any material. Or just I couldn't do it basically okay. so uh, yeah there are some props but I told him like uh I I just like once I'm funny I'll get rid of these props and then here I am you doubling, yeah. doubling down, yeah. Oh, you doubling down. That's hilarious. Not on purpose, though. I wish I could do stand up.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but wow. You that's... saw
1: how happy I was when I told the joke. No? Yeah. 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 You were stoked. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. But the like, okay. I saw the show that you did on Friday night at Salt. Okay. Mm. And then you know, I, I've I've seen you perform a few times, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I'm learning more about clowning, especially after the conversation with Martin. Mm. And then, um, I, I I kind of had this realization that was like. Uh, okay, clowns, they kind of really like fucking with people. Like you're always doing stuff with the audience. Hmm. And I never know what's real <laughs> because there was uh like you had a laptop and it was supposed to connect to a big screen, yeah, and it didn't work. And I was like, no, that's part of the show. And I was like, is it part of the show? does it not work or is it part of the show and I couldn't tell
1: yeah I mean that was not part of the show but I I had problems with a computer that's in a bit and it's really funny but then I was completely fucked over that show though it was a it was not a great show because the tech just completely didn't work okay so yeah but that that happens sometimes and mm. you know you... yeah shouldn't happen but whatever it, yeah it was okay yeah and the next day i did a late night and that was uh killed it i got to leave on a fantastic show that was like yeah some people were like i don't know what you're doing but i'm so happy and i love it you know yeah. i love that you did like yeah whatever what you had a good time? Great, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I saw the line for that show on yeah. Saturday night, and it, I couldn't believe that that you could fit that many
1: people in there. Me, me I neither. I couldn't believe it. It was packed, and there were still people outside. I mean, that's what's so cool, because I I did the first Humor Fest, or the first four Humor Fest, and the, or like the pilot Humor Fest as well. And mm. uh, I would, I did the, the closing show then as well, like a late-night show. Because me and Zach uh, kind of have done late-night shows, uh, like, r- raunchy, chaotic, train wreck shows when something goes really wrong. And we're just like, bah, okay, we enter another atmosphere here. Everyone's in on this fucked-up show together, you know? Yeah. And uh, I thought that we had some killer shows, but there was just, like, 60 people in the tiniest venue. And then I asked the year after, how many is here from last year's show? And there was, like, one guy. I was like, oh, really? I thought last year's show was insane. Like, uh, yeah. if I were a comedy fan, I would have gone and seen that again to see what happens. Uh, yeah. It. But now it's a... Uh, it, what a gift, no, know, that people come and they get to see this crazy show. They love you. Yeah. <laughs> they, You're like this next level,
0: you know, like comedian that people just really want to, like, experience. You're like right. something that
1: they need to experience. But it's fake, though. Like, Like, I did the crazy great late night show before mm. and then yeah and then it was suddenly on the big stage in Britain's yeah. Got Talent and then now <laughs> that's yeah but you know what i feel like you almost need something Dude. bigger for yeah. people to
0: recognize i think that like when you appear on something that is at like such an iconic level like in your james podcast <laughs> exact for example <laughs> is it sunglasses sunglasses? this.
1: Norway's joe rogan (laughs) (laughs) yeah no then you really elevate your something happens you do because your status
0: gets to the level of something so massive as britain's got talent and it was a competition with like i don't know how many thousands of people but you beat out like like no offense you beat out people with Kids. way more talent than you <laughs> you know with like people who are singing like with these beautiful voices yeah, and have yeah, trained yeah. and what you know all these amazing people and then like My you God. won <laughs> yeah. and then they're like wow yeah. he, he crushed it britain's got talent Everybody in Norway was like, wow, big, 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 big thing. True, and-
1: it's the competition. It's like Holland, Norway. is like, yeah, he won the OL, you know? <laughs> you did. Yeah. You, you, you basically won the Olympics <laughs> of talent. But what I'm... Because, yeah, got talent. You know, I had such a great experience, but it's a weird... It's a variety show, no? Yeah. But I was so happy that I got to do my things, you know? I was just having fun doing my stupid jokes. Like, I did this thing on Britain's Got Talent. That's (laughs) insane that I was allowed to do that. I I love it. It's unbelievable. And then something, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then something happened also with, uh, because I didn't have a talent in a normal sense, then, like, so many people, they're doing it. Because when people are, he doesn't have talent. And I I send a video, oh, this guy has a talent. Because every day there's a kid who sends me a video dancing, just loving it and ripping off vests. So it was like everyone had fun.
0: You know what you are? You're a role model for talentless people. (laughs) (laughs) And and
1: that might sound like an insult, but that's the greatest compliment you can get. That is epic. I'm going to put that on my poster. (laughs) (laughs) Role model for talentless people. (laughs) You are. And it's beautiful. You are, because people can't
0: sing like an angel. (laughs) People can't hit, like, high notes. But everybody can go like this. Bah. Everybody can go like that. Bah, bah, and like bah. on every work site, like <laughs> on every job site, on every road crew, you've got like dudes that are out there busting their ass, yeah. busting each other's balls. And they're probably the fucking funniest cunts you could ever hang
1: out Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Like those
0: dudes that are out there, like on construction sites, just building. They have banter. They have banter. And they
1: also embrace me like their brother. Oh, so do. beautiful. you the king of <laughs> the
0: bantering idiots. <laughs>
1: Ah, yeah, it's so beautiful. We were at the Palmesus, it was like a music festival, Southern Norway. And then we noticed something when we, uh, yeah, we did our show and then our, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then um, <laughs> we were in the, oh, it was a whole, it was, that was a whole, every day since I won has been the craziest day in my life. Every single day. But uh, let's not talk about that. But uh, we went to Eric Prince, uh, the after party concert kind of, mm. the call on me guy. And then I note, or like, the, and then the medics came uh, past me and uh, they were wearing vests. And they came and I saw they were kind of looking like a little bit shy, but I could tell, oh, they want contact. And we were trying to keep people away from pictures and stuff. We we're here to enjoy. But then. <laughs> but then those people invest i'm like yeah hell yeah good job and they were so happy because yeah. like suddenly here's an idiot mm. who, who really respect what uh, what you do and yeah. now we have a joke together yeah so we got in everywhere like the security guards as well we hadn't yeah. got our passes even though we had the vip pass or whatever yep. but we hadn't picked it up and i was like that guy wears a vest. Let's try. And then he was just like, brother. <laughs> mm. They treat me like I am uh, one of them. You are one of them. Which is my my dream, to yeah. connect with the high-vis community.
0: Yeah, you made it work, man. <laughs> and the high-vis community, they're real people <laughs> with real jobs. Yes. You know what I mean? They're Especially like down the, to the soul of the earth, like great people.
1: Yeah, and that also happened in the UK that... Uh, there's way more people there. Everyone on the train wears a high vis, mm. and every worker outside wears a high vis. So it's like this grassroots movement of like, yeah, man of the people here. Yeah, which I have continued. I said no to to every uh, commercial um, opportunity, kind of uh, uh, Instagram post, blah blah blah. Yeah, but I did partner up with a high vis factory. I love that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we are basically like. Yeah, they sell to construction workers. Yeah. It's not like uh it's uh, yeah, do you have to work in construction to to buy it? You can buy it one and one, but then the the how do you say freight?
0: Yeah, but like the transport cost. Yeah, the transport cost is high
1: because usually people buy a thousand for their company. Yeah. You know? <laughs> is that one there? No, I didn't find the I have a signature vest now which is uh yeah, I really like that. I have a signature vest. You've seen maybe on the. Uh, I've Instagram. seen it. I love it. I want one. I want a signature vest, man. Yeah. It's getting a big shipment of 200 vests to my house in London uh, okay. tomorrow, actually. Perfect. Because just, we just did it and we just launched it. And I'm like, yeah, signature vest. yeah, Like MJ, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Like, listen, like,
0: uh, one, like, what I, I mentioned before that my mom knew about you in Australia, mm. but also my six year old son who lives in Norway
1: he loves it no he loves <laughs> it yeah, yeah he
0: loves it i said that i was doing a podcast and he go oh they go who are you doing with I go, vigo van. he's like vigo van <laughs> one more time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so because in kindergarten they wear vests right they when they go on on an excursion <laughs> yeah they all wear the vest they are fans they are fans they're
1: <laughs> the kindergartens are part of the high-vis community <laughs> they love it they love it Holy shit. Uh, This is such a good timing. I'm taking another snooze. Yeah, Scandinavian tobacco. uh.
0: Take another snooze. (laughs) I mean, we've been rocking this out for 45 minutes. You want to do another 15 minutes and then we'll go back to the hotel? I know you got a lot of stuff to do.
1: Yeah. Does that sound all right? Yes. Yeah, because it's been a long day and it's late. It's been a long day. It's midnight now. Yeah,
0: it's midnight now, man. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of your insane schedule to be able to sit here and. Talk <laughs> to, to talk about how, how you're king of the talentless people. <laughs>
1: My God, yeah, that's great. What, 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 what? Yeah, I'll watch the podcast and write that down, like the inspiration for talentless people, yeah. inspiration for idiots. Role model. That's beautiful, because I, I didn't want to win, because it's not clown-like to win. We're supposed to lose, you know? Yeah, I'm used to yeah. being saying, hey, do you want to see a clown show? And people go, ew, no, you know? And mm. we're not supposed to be cool, so... But today we celebrate a bit, wear sunglasses, <laughs> have a good time. And I, and I love that I got to talk to you about like
0: something that you're like, we're both passionate about and mm. we c- approach it from different aspects, different angles. You know, we meet in the middle of this thing called humor, mm. which is this like ethereal experience that people just kind of stumble onto and that you're like crafting it and creating it and delivering it and we both do that in these really different
1: ways but there's some kind of but connection it is, it is the same stuff you get a laugh and the, that's your goal no? mm, yeah or do you have a goal to to say something? No, I, <laughs>
0: I, 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 really just want them to laugh at an idea that I've crafted in my head and yeah. communicated so carefully that yeah. they get it. Yeah, because that's the thing that I'm like, I, that's it. You know, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to like say if I say if I sit at home and go, huh, that's that's pretty funny. Mm. I wonder if like 150 people in the audience think it's funny too. And
1: then sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. And sometimes. It's it definitely is. <laughs> that happened to me today because uh, I, I debuted at Lutter uh, two days ago. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like uh, it was been a dream uh, for 13 years. Yeah. So, uh, I like, obviously, I won Prince Got Talent and, like, sold a lot of tickets because of me you now. But the little boy inside me, I was like... That's why I'm so happy now because I'm like I did lottery, man! I'm so stoked. Yeah, so happy. What was I gonna What was I gonna say though? Uh, uh, Maybe yeah, it's about a joke that didn't work. Yes, because uh, I put on a camouflage today. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> 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 I could not wait to come on. Like, obviously, I'm so visible with high vis and like. <laughs> Here I'm coming with the camouflage. <laughs> Did you see the opening of I'm the sorry, set? my <laughs> God, it was mad. <laughs> I come on in the full camouflage suit and the high-vis on top. And I, I, I said something like, I'm a bit confused. I don't know if I should, if I'm visible or invisible. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have seen me this morning. And you know? I was like, oh my God. Wait till I see this camo suit. <laughs> it's gonna." Bruh.
0: <laughs> you thought you were gonna murder with it. Everybody's just like
1: <laughs> silent, crickets. <laughs> People are like, why is he not doing one more time? <laughs> <gasps> but then I did go back to the. They have like grass on the wall. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. loved it. And then I stood between the grass and like, can you see me? And they laughed there. And I was like, oh, phew. Yeah, Whew, they have something, and then I ripped, ripped it off, and, and one more there time. There we go, and, oh, yeah. bam! One but it's more hard t- to start like that, though. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Especially because people have these crazy expectations. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like, "This is the most talented guy in Britain. <laughs> 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 What's he doing hiding against the bushes? Yeah,
1: bring it on, funny boy! <laughs> Come on, man, make me laugh, clown!" But I feel like people are, like, on the first show on Tuesday, there was, like, uh, one uh, kind of 15-year-old guy sitting there with a vest. Mm. And then once the song started playing, there was, like, six people who, were like, put a vest up from their bag and, like, yeah. eh. And I was like, yes, you are here to celebrate. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I feel even people judge me. They're kind of like, what is he going to do? But... Mm. People are into having a good time, it seems like now.
0: I feel like they fucking love it, man. Mm. They, they want to have a good time. It's summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like where d- everyone's kind of on holiday. It's like, it's good vibes. We got Vigo yeah, yeah, Let's go. In
1: camouflage. In cam- what? What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> But I love that this morning. You thought that was like this genius. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. That
1: feeling like when you said like, oh. Oh, that would be funny to say. That feeling is the best though. Yeah. When you have something that you that's why I had when uh, when I'm like, oh, what if I put on another high-vis? Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> wow, but I I I loved seeing everything, man. I loved I loved following like everything that happened. I loved like, it was so exciting. It was so exciting. Like, mm. you know, I saw like what it must have been like those quarterfinals the semifinals and then the finals and I was just like wow and then like you fucking did such a good job man and like it was so like you know when you were falling off the stage and the thing with Bruno when he kind Mm. of messed it up in the beginning like it didn't go perfectly and it was like mistakes and everything was wasn't like because cry- you've seen the
1: bit before. No? Yeah, I've seen yeah. It. So you knew that in my head, I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, he messed it up. It could have been so much funnier, but uh, yeah, because <laughs> they had me watch the semifinal to have my reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, I was like commenting and la la la. And then they were filming me reacting to it. And then when it came to Bruno, I was like, oh, "I we have to stop filming. I can't. I can't look at this. Yeah. It's like." Because I wanted it to be so funny. And then yeah. that kind of like. But then new guy was uh, just came from comedy heaven. Poop. Yeah. But- it wasn't me. It was some comedy gods. Do
0: you really do you believe in that? Yes. Like, okay. So you believe. They do come to me okay. regularly. Yeah. And, and, and what is that? Like, is that just like a. Frequency of. Hu- I-
1: <laughs> Dude, we are. Look at this space, man. You have got to believe in the comedy gods. Look at you. You smoke weed. in there? Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. wait can i take a phone? No, i don't have a camera but you can see it there that's such a good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy that's gods it. you don't believe in them i believe in them <clears throat> i believe
0: in the man i believe in that there's like this kind of <laughs> this, this is frequency yeah. that you're like riding onto where things just come but it, it feels like you have to be in this flow state you yes. got to be like real dialed in you got to be open to it and then it just comes at the right moment yeah and i experience that when i'm doing crowd work yeah, or when yeah. there's something just pops off in the audience and yeah. i just say the perfect thing the right the right thing to say at the right time yeah and you're like where did that come from mm. where did it come from yeah
1: <sighs> like because it wasn't it, it's not my wit that uh, helps me I feel like it just yeah it's something but you have to be open to it though I think that's what uh, uh, Martin in, in the podcast with Martin Mark talked a lot about listening you know and mm. if you listen then they will because sometimes I'm like what I catch myself before the final also like what, what am I doing like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I'm I'm doing this, and then I'm dancing with Simon? Is that, what, like, what's super, but then every time I'm nervous like that, I'm like, you know what? I will just play when I get there, yeah. and I know that I don't have a tactic or anything, but the spirit kind of grabs me, and I start to have fun, and then magic things happen. Yeah, I don't, I think that's uh, part of the giving up is like, yeah, when I play, I have fun. And then if people empathize with me, then they have fun, no?
0: Yeah, they do. You're real playful. I think that's the key. Like, you're just playing around and having a good time.
1: Yeah. And that's what I started to do in life as well, though, after my little breakdown there. uh, And Philippe also said, I asked him, like, do you have a tip when I graduated school and he said some nice things. He's like, well, clown, over. there's not many clowns. It's one every generation. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> you. <laughs> but, and then I was like, yeah, f- fuck you for like, like, okay, pressure. And then I was slow. All my mates was just like, and the people I started with in Norway, Hollywood, and Henrik Fradz said doing great. And I, I felt, oh, and then everyone in my class did solo theater in London. I was the only one who hadn't done it. Mm. And I was like, doing open mics in london like three months ago i was doing open mics
0: wow that's crazy
1: but then yeah thank you to comedy gods (laughs) yeah because when that that played and yeah he said the tip though i asked him like what should i do and he was like follow your fun you will be fine wow follow your fun Mm -hmm. follow your fun yes so whatever's fun for you just follow that I think that applies to life uh, and uh, and especially stage, because mm. obviously you have kids and you have a car and you have a mortgage. You can't just go out and do cocaine every day, like even if you think that's fun. Mm. But uh, follow your fun, then you you can take harder things in life if you if you love it no you know that you I know that you, you've been bro. to henriken I've, I've, I've
0: been there i've performed at mir as yeah, well yeah, yeah, me open
1: mic yeah so uh, but we are happy still to perform in front of eight people it oh, can yeah. be a legendary night yeah it yeah, can yeah. yeah it can it really can wow
0: jesus man i'm so happy for you I'm so happy for you.
1: Thank you, and I'm also happy because I did not think this would happen. So I'm very grateful for <laughs> for it, and uh, yeah, I now it's so fun. So I'm just following that, and yes,
0: uh, following the fun. Yep. And you're gonna perform in front of the king,
1: <laughs> which is so because I I teach clown as well. I, I uh, teach in a university in London a little bit and then at uh, philippe's school Mm. and then i do my own workshops not so often but like two times a year i do a week-long workshop with people because i got so much out of it and Mm. uh, so i I like to do it as well but i'm a performer but i teach sometimes and then in those workshops i say always like uh, like kind of teach people or not teach but kind of remind people to look at the audience yeah hey share your face you know this is a mask so if it was like this, we, don't, we can't connect with you. Mm-hmm. It's like this microphone almost. Uh, you, technically, you need to speak into the microphone, no? Mm. It's a technical thing. And then I say, like, uh, ah, remember, king of Sweden might be in the audience. Mm-hmm. The clown always looks for the king of Sweden. And So there's this uh, group, WhatsApp group uh, from the clown workshops I've done. And people were like, oh, Vigo, k- the King of Sweden stuff is true. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're actually going to be in the audience when the king might be there. Yeah. So it's funny that that comes true because I've been saying it for years in my clown workshops. Like, hey, the king might be there. So the clown always have to look. King of Sweden might be there. And if he's there, you need to see him. Yeah. Wow. So uh, now he's gonna, the king of England's going to
0: be there. Yeah. He's gonna hopefully wear a He's gonna one more time. <laughs> 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 King Charles yes! just yes! <laughs>
1: Wow! I can't I can't wait for that moment, and I'm terrified. Mm. When is it? Uh, it's thirtieth uh, of uh, November, I think it's uh, filmed, but it's aired in Norway on NRK on. Um, uh, Rocket Day. What, what is it called? Rocket Day. Rocket Day. No, it's always
0: Rocket Day. <laughs> That's an awesome holiday. Rocket Day. Yeah. It's
1: Rocket Day, man. Champagne
0: and Rocket Day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: go. Rocket Day in Australia, or your national day is Rocket Day, isn't it? It's like, I, Your national day is when you invaded Australia or something.
0: The 26th of January. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's, yeah. It. <laughs> That's it. Tough day. Tough day. Yeah. They want to change it. Yeah, you know, because it's yeah, they call it you know, it's a political thing. Yeah, so it's like I get it, I understand. Yeah, but I, I didn't. What's Norway's Rocket Day?
1: I mean, the, the, when the rockets are, when <laughs> <laughs> you drink champagne. What? Uh, new it, oh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> yes. Gee, yes. New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah.
0: Rocket, new Year's Eve. Okay, Rocket Day is way cooler. Rocket Day. Come on, let's change it to Rocket <laughs> Day. Norway, get it together. Rocket Day.
1: You got your clip. I got it. Yep.
0: We got it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we got the clip. That was late in the pod. It's like 57 minutes and uh, rocket. Ah, nailed it. I was rocket waiting day. waiting for that the whole time. Yeah. I think we can end there. Yeah, Rocket Day. That's well, uh, see you on Rocket Day. Then uh, Royal Variety will be aired on NRK.
0: Happy Rocket Day. Happy Rocket Day. Bro, I'm just going to say thank you so much for being a guest, especially when I know how many different obligations that you have. And I really appreciate that you took the time to do this at
1: midnight. Yeah, because uh, I think your podcast is so fun. So I followed it. I followed my fun. Rocket day. Rocket day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. All right. See you later, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Vegan. Ben out.